Welcome to our podcast. I am Linda Messer. My husband Ron and I invite you to join us in our weekly broadcast of A New Voice of Freedom. Welcome to Season 4 of A New Voice of Freedom, written by Ronald Keith Messer. This podcast is part of a series we call Stories of the New Testament, an appendage to a series of books written under the banner of In Defense of Christianity. Podcast 115, entitled The Parable of the Sower, examines Matthew chapter 13, 1 through 23. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, a parable is an allegorical or metaphorical saying or narrative, an allegory, a fable, an apology, a comparison, a similitude. The dictionary adds, a usually realistic story or narrative told to convey a moral or spiritual lesson or insight, especially one told by Jesus in the Gospels. Christ, of course, is famous for teaching in parables. We are introduced to the parables in a wonderful setting. Matthew thirteen two through 3 The same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside, and great multitudes were gathered together unto him, so that he went into a ship and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore, and he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, The first parable listed in Matthew 13 is the parable of the sower. Behold, a sower went forth to sow, and when he had sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places, where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up, because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But others fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some an hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. There are three elements at play in the parable the seed, the sower, and the scattering of the seed. Where would the world be without seeds? In the creative story, seeds were organized on the third day. Genesis 1, 11 through 13. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, and herb-yielding seed after his kind, and the tree-yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good, and the evening and the morning were the third day. One key phrase is, whose seed was in itself. That which does not have seed in itself cannot reproduce. A seed is the embryo of the adult. It contains all the information necessary to become an adult, which produces more seeds. The seed itself is generally very small, consisting of the embryo and nutritive tissues protected by a hard shell. A seed will remain in that state forever unless acted upon by its environment. 
If the environment is not good, the seed will not be good. In this context, the seed is the gospel, the word of God, or the teachings of Christ. One of the most important seeds would be the Sermon on the Mount, which contains the core of Christian doctrine. A seed, of course, remains a seed if not planted. The protective shell must be broken. The fate of the seed depends upon the soil and other conditions such as sun and rain. Secondly, a seed must have a sower. The sower in the above parable would be the disciples of Christ. The resurrected Christ said to his apostles, Mark 16, 15-16, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. The field implied in the parable of the sower is the world. The soil refers to the people who hear the message. Not everyone will be prepared for the message. However, there is first a narrowing of the classes. It excludes those people who won't even stop to listen to the word. In other words, those who don't even allow the word to be taught in their villages or cities or countries. The four classes listed at least allow the seeds to fall. Christ often said, He who hath ears to hear, let him hear. But many refuse to even open their ears. In Isaiah, the Lord warns. Isaiah 6.10 Make the heart of this people fat, and make their ears heavy, and shut their eyes, lest they see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and convert, and be healed. That is an important distinction. The parable measures the preparations of those who hear the message. It doesn't condemn the disciples. It condemns those who reject the words of the disciples. The parable is about the final judgment. The third element is the scattering of the seed. Christ divides the world into four classes of people. Wayside, stony places, thorns, and good ground. The disciples questioned Christ. And the disciples came and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? Christ's answer is very condemning. We must always keep at the forefront of our mind the central fact that God protects our agency. He will force no man to heaven. He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever hath, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away even that. He hath. Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand, and seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. For verily I say unto you, that many prophets and righteous men have desired to see those things which ye see, and have not seen them, 
and to hear those things which ye hear and have not heard them. Christ interprets the parable. Hear ye, therefore, the parable of the sower. Considering what was said earlier, the word hear has multiple meanings. He means to hear not just with your ears, but with your heart and mind, because they see and see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. They have hardened their hearts. As Christ said, this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. Notice that it was a willful act by the people. They refused to hear and to be healed. In the book of Revelation, the following words of Christ to John are recorded. Revelation twenty-two sixteen through 17 I, Jesus, hath sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, and the bright and morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is athirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Christ, of course, knows that not everyone will accept his gospel, but still he gives everyone the opportunity. Christ commands his disciples, Matthew twenty-eight eighteen through 20 And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always even unto the end of the world. Amen. In the parable, Christ divides the world into four classes. 1. Some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. 2. Some fell upon stony places, where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up, because they had no deepness of earth, and when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root. They withered away. 3. Some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. 4. Others fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some an hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Fortunately for the world, Christ defines what each class represents. Class 1. Seeds that fell by the wayside. When any one heareth the word of the kingdom, and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one, and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. Class one heard the word, but they didn't understand it. It was taken from them. Even the protective shell is not broken. Therefore, it can never germinate. The reason they didn't understand it has already been given. By hearing, ye shall hear, and shall not understand. And see, and ye shall see, and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and should understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. Class 2. Seeds that fell on stony places. But he that receiveth the seed into stony places, The same is he that heareth the word, 
and anon with joy receiveth it. Yet hath he not root in himself, but dureth for a while. For when tribulation or persecution ariseth because of the word, by and by he is offended. The first class didn't understand the word. The second class understood the word and received it with joy. But the roots didn't run deep enough. To be grounded in the gospel requires daily vigilance, coupled with prayer, scripture study, church activity, constant repentance, and service. When things were going well, a superficial sacrifice was sufficient. However, it does not prepare one against tribulation or persecution or personal offense. Christians can be annoying, and many people have left the Church of Christ because of hurt feelings. They must be strengthened against all adversity. Christ spoke of that in other ways. Luke six forty-seven through 49 Whosoever cometh to me, and heareth my sayings, and doeth them, I will show you to whom he is like. He is like a man which built an house, and dig deep, and laid the foundation on a rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently upon the house, and could not shake it, for it was founded upon a rock. But he that heareth and doeth not is like a man that without a foundation built an house upon the earth, against which the stream did beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. One of the key doctrines of Christ is to endure to the end. Christ warns us that in the last days, great tribulations are going to come. Matthew 24, 4-13 And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. But he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. Class 3 is very prevalent in our world today as we observe how much the Sabbath day is neglected. Money, power, pleasure, recreation, and diversion have become the new idols. Class 3 Seeds that fell among thorns. He also that receives seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word, and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and he becometh unfruitful. In the Sermon on the Mount, Christ warns against riches. Matthew six nineteen through 21 Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, which neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. 
Perhaps the strongest indictment against worshiping wealth comes from the book of Revelation, chapter 18, describing the fall of Babylon, which is the world. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and is become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, that ye be not partakers of her sins, and that ye receive not of her plague. For her sins have reached unto heaven, and God hath remembered her iniquities. Reward her, even as she rewarded you, and double unto her according to her works. In the cup which she hath filled, fill to her double. How much has she glorified herself and lived deliciously? So much torment and sorrow give her. For she said in her heart, I sit a queen and am no widow and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament for her when they shall see the smoke of her burning standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour is thy judgment come. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man buyeth their merchandise any more, the merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones and of pearls and fine linen and purple and silk, and scarlet, and all tine wood, and all manner vessel of ivory, and all manner vessels of most precious wood, and of brass, and iron, and marble, and cinnamon, and odors, and ointments, and frankincense, and wine, and oil, and fine flour, and wheat, and beasts, and sheep, and horses, and chariots, and slaves, and souls of men. And the fruit that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee, and all things which were dainty and goodly are departed from thee, and thou shalt find them no more at all. The merchants of these things, which were made rich by her, shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment, weeping and wailing and saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen, and purple and scarlet, and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, for in one hour so great riches is come to naught, and every shipmaster, and all the company and ships and sailors, and as many as trade by sea stood afar off, and cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, what city is like unto this great city? And they cast dust on their heads, and cried, weeping and wailing, saying, Alas, alas, that great city, 
whereon were made rich all that had ships in the sea, by reason of her costliness, for in one hour is she made desolate. Classes one through three are warnings to those who receive the word and do not till the ground and weed the soil and water and fertilize the plant. The Lord is putting us all on our guard so that we will not fall away once having heard the word. Christ wants us to be placed in class four. Class four, he that receiveth seed into good ground. But he that receiveth seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it which also beareth fruit, and bringeth forth some an hundredfold, some sixty, some thirty. Perhaps all of us are familiar with the parable of the good and faithful servant. Christ said to the faithful servant, Matthew twenty-five twenty-one. His Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. To harvest the fruit, we must endure to the end. May we all travel fourth class in the world, that we may be first class in heaven. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast.